Hi, Mom. Hi, Megs. Welcome back to our podcast, What's Your Take? We are a mother-daughter duo. And we're discussing all the things. Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to What's Your Take? I am so excited to introduce our very first guest to our podcast, Claire Kerr. Hello, you guys. I'm so honored to be here as your guest. We're so happy. We're so happy and excited to have you, Claire. I'm a fan. Let me just throw that out there. Oh, good. Well, I was thinking back. I remember when I first met you, Claire, you were a freshman in high school. I was your counselor. So I've, I've known you for a long time. Yep, you had all four of us, um, me and my siblings. Yeah. Well, so we thought today would be a really great time for the two of you to talk about maybe the topic is besties. Is that yeah, kind of a good? Yeah. Um, and I just thought I would be sort of the interviewer. So one of the things I was thinking first when um, thinking about you and Maggie moving into your new townhome, mm-hmm. what's it like living together? Um, oh, well, hi, Claire. Oh, well, I'll let you go first. You know, I'm just going to say it has been bliss, pure bliss. Uh-huh. Were, I will say I'm nervous. Yes. Before doing because we've heard, you know, negative things about living with your best friend. Like, you just kind of see a whole new side of someone when you live with them. Yes. Um, but I've only seen, like, good things. Uh-huh. And the thing about friendship, I think, is that you look for things in someone else that you don't necessarily have in yourself. You know, where uh-huh. Maggie, like, she, when you're... Well, first of all, in stressful situations, there's things that stress me out that Maggie's like, whoa, like, take it back. Like, why are you stressed? Um, so I think she just knows how to talk me down. So if I'm stressed at home, I come home from a long day, Maggie's like, I don't even know why you're worried about that. Yeah. Why are you stressed about that? So she definitely, yeah, she. it's been really, really great for oh, me. Oh, thank you, Claire. Yeah. Well, I could argue the same with me being stressed. You calm me down sometimes. Well, what is it like living with Claire? Um, it's great. As Claire said, I think a lot of people before we were moving in together were like don't live with your best friend my best friend and I hate each other now and but we've been we're stronger than that we've oh, been totally. through more yeah oh, it's okay. not like we're like newly best friends that are like right right in this bliss period yeah no, exactly. I mean we're still in a bliss period <laughs> right I don't know we've known each other since well, we've been friends since junior year of high school I wish it was sooner we tell Me too. I was I was thinking about junior year when you um I think one of the times when you first became friends with Maggie, and we were wondering if Claire could spend the night, right? And I was emailing her mom. Can you help me remember that story? Yeah, so it's kind of funny because Claire and I, to this day, hate sleepovers. Oh, I I love my bed. I love the comfort of my own, you know. When people, when I was younger, would be like, you want to sleep over at my house? I'm like, like, nothing sounds worse. It's not a dig towards that person. It's just, I love my bed. I know. And then it's like their night routine and their parents are there and you have to like, you know, sit at their dinner table and like do their prayers. It's just like, (laughs) but then, but then, no, I just have got to say when my mom, when we were younger, she would say, um, like I'd be talking around the phone and my friend would be around. Right. And they'd be like, ask her if you can spend the night. So I'd be on the phone and she'd be like, cough if you don't want to do it. And I was like, <laughs> coughing. Like, that's the like, secret code. <coughs> Sleepover is a no-go. Yeah. Yeah. So, not a huge So, it's funny because you and dad were out of town for a few days, I remember. Mm-hmm. And you were worried about me being home alone. But, like, I had friends, but not, 
alone. Yeah, <laughs> like you always had your sisters. Right. Claire's a quadruplet for anyone that yes. doesn't know. Yep. We can I'm, talk I'm more about that. Very if lucky you, with yeah. that, yeah. Also, so you always have those instant friends. Right. So, um, um, but then I was like, well, I think Claire's kind of cool from dance team. And so our moms worked together. So mom slid into Julie. I hope she's listening. Your mom, Julie Care. Yeah, she listen. And basically asked if Claire could have a sleepover. And you said yes. It's just so funny in high school that it was organized by the parents. Yeah, I, mean, I, I feel like that wasn't normal in high school. No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, it is what it is. Yeah, I don't remember you coughing when you asked. Yeah, exactly. That was good. I, I have another favorite memory of that time when the two of you were friends oh, yeah. and you've been through a lot you've been through the high school experience you've been through the after high school experience and now sure. you're back living in the denver area and how exciting to be together at this wonderful exciting stage of life so oh the 20s are great mm-hmm. yeah. um anyway also hard also, also hard for sure i remember one of my favorite memories of course not just winning state <laughs> well, which was exciting alone in dance yep. you were you the, the bells dance team won the state champion that year in your senior your senior yeah, year yeah. my favorite memory was yeah. the next morning do you remember when we had to come back and pick you up because you had to do some kind of cons- i don't know what kind of competition or another dance performance yeah. Yeah. for the next I'm, I'm not sure what it was for it was some kind of performance maybe just to have others come in and actually see it was like the, before I, I remember that yeah, yeah. I, remember. I remember i woke up with fake eyelashes in my hair i had makeup all over my face and i'm like okay let's perform let's do it yeah. but yeah it was it was very exciting that morning drive when the two of you were in the car just giddy with excitement we won state we won state can you believe we won state and i was so i felt so honored to be part of that experience yeah, yeah. Well, it was also surreal because we were such underdogs. Oh, we were the underdogs. And our team would be, like, eating candy in the stands. Like, you know, Mountain Vista would walk by with, like, as drill sergeants, like, with their matching headphones. I loved you all. Yeah, but we were also... We were for sure the other... Like, when we all won, everyone was shocked, let's be honest. Are we ready for... So I have another question. Uh, I'd love to hear from Maggie. I'll have you go first this time. Okay. What quality in Claire is your favorite? What is your favorite quality that you see in Claire? Well, there's a lot, so I'm not like hesitating because I can't like, I think. Uh, okay. Um, well, I had just I just had to pick one. Well, you can pick. Okay. Start with one and then. Well, I would just say overall, you and I just fit well together. Do you know what I mean? Totally. Like it's weird. The other day to someone at work, I was saying, um, "Oh, my roommate." I just have to text my roommate telling her I'll be like at dinner when mm-hmm. I was at dinner. I was like, it's weird calling her my roommate. Yeah, it's exactly. weird calling just friend. It's like, this is my other half. Yeah, exactly. So I would just yeah. say the way, the quality, That's that didn't answer the question. Hmm. I can't just pick one. I just think how easygoing our friendship is. Like, you're easygoing, you're positive, right. you're funny. Or I would say, okay, but honestly, there's no one that's funnier. I'm not oh, kidding. No. <laughs> I always am like trying to get her on my Instagram stories or like filming the different. I'm like, I need my camera. I need my eyes just to like have a separate Claire camera to capture everything. But that's like we when we met at the first sleepover we had, we couldn't stop laughing. Oh, Donnie, the thing is, is we're both goofballs. Yeah, like we do not take things seriously. No, well, not to say we don't take life seriously, but yeah, I think we're just goofballs. Or does that fun. answer the question? Yes. Yeah. So, Claire, how about you? What qualities does Maggie have? Quality or qualities yeah, that you like? Easy, easy peasy. So, <laughs> she has such a calming, like, oh, presence. Perfect. You know? Like, 
I don't know if I, I mean, I've already said it earlier, but like you can go to Maggie with anything and she'll have some sort of feedback, whether you're a part of the situation, whether you're a third party and are observing the situation, you have some sort of advice to give and it's always reassuring. Back to the love languages, words of affirmation. And I feel affirmed every single time that I talk to you. And that's like so refreshing, honestly. But I also think that I, you are a person who likes words of affirmation too. For sure. So I think that that just kind of, we know that in each other and we see that in each other and we know when each other needs that, you know? Right. So I want to ask a point of clarification. 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 (laughs) It's kind of silly, but a text message with like a bit moji or heart shape. No, No? you're saying no. Maggie Claire's saying yes. No, that's not not positive communication. But not to say I don't love bit moji. Yeah, we're very like. See you at home. It's not like Maggie. I hope you have an amazing. (laughs) It's Maggie comma. See you at home. You know because that's. I don't know. So the words of affirmation are, are said It's It's each other. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. now, what pet peeves? No, we're kidding. Ooh, no, I don't <laughs> We don't have to. No, I genuinely can't think. No, no. Claire and I never fight unless we're in like an overwhelming situation. Like at that polo fest, oh, there was wow. everyone and their mothers from our high school and we were just like so overwhelmed. Overwhelmed, yeah. And we were just like nothing. There's nothing to do. The music wasn't on yet. We were like. I hate this. Festivals are hard. It's hard. You have to get in the mindset for a festival. But yeah, no, that was... Festivals, fun. it's like there's 20 minutes of downtime. No, there's like 50 minutes of downtime, and then there's 20 minutes of fun, and then it's miserable for another 50 minutes. <laughs> yeah. for it's like we'd rather just be at home watching Keeping Up With The Heart. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I could not agree more. Okay, here's another question. What signs does does Maggie or Claire, whoever you're answering to, um, do you see? So when do you know that the other person is stressed or unhappy or something's bothering them? Not necessarily about you between in your friendship, but just in general. So right. what signs does the other person exhibit or show that you know something's up? That's a good question. Claire, okay. go first. So I think when Maggie needs to take a breather, she needs to get out of the situation. She's like, I just got to go in my room for a sec. Yeah. To take a quick minute, which I respect. If you're in the heat of the moment and you're annoyed, you're going to make some bad decisions, right? You're going you're gonna to go to someone. You're going to say something you didn't mean. But you take that time and you go cool off before yeah. you really get into it, which is not, I, I don't do the same, but I'm trying to learn from. Well, oh. thank you. One. Yeah. I think I've learned in life just to like take a deep breath. Maybe talk to someone else who's not part of that, yeah, yeah, as you sure. said. Yeah, yeah. But um, that's, thank you, one. <laughs> yeah. Two, I would say, Claire, when you're frustrated. I honestly yeah. only see you frustrated if it's like sister fights. Oh, we got a lot of those, yeah. Claire, and we live with um, Kat, who we know is listening. Yeah, you're listening. Claire's yeah. twin. Kitty um, Cat. Kitty Cat Care. Yeah. Follow her on Instagram. Yeah. She's at yeah. the Broncos game right now. She is, I know. Go Broncos. Um, go no, but I think... I don't know. I feel like to get you unfrustrated, we just have to laugh about it. Laugh. Like, remember that night out in downtown when everything went wrong? It was a night from Jersey Shore. It was so dramatic. <laughs> I was like, we, nothing is going on. There were sister fights. There was a... People were listening. You've had that night where you get so pumped for the night that it's almost over planned where everything goes wrong and you're like okay um but yeah it was a sister fight and and that night there was everyone 
I swear that we know in Denver was at the same bar, but yeah. you were like trying to bail on plans from one group. We can cut this out. No, no, I was bailing on you people. If you're listening, <laughs> no, but um, but I think laughing about it. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. But I think when you get frustrated, um, I'm trying to think. I would say you do the same though. You remove yourself yeah. or try to. Yeah. Like one time you went just to take a walk. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Or you'll just like. But you will never get frustrated with each other. No. So I think when you are frustrated about something, you'll vent to me about it, and I kind of calm you down. That's exactly right. So yeah, I think it's just venting is what I do. Venting, yes. Oh, Claire's better at the pot. You guys should oh, just fire me. Yeah. And <laughs> she got fired. And I thought I thought I was getting phased out because she invited you. Now really, the the key is we're phasing Maggie out. <laughs> It's funny because I feel like you and me are very similar, and I feel like Maggie and my mom are very similar. Yeah. So like, I don't know how that works. We always... You are well, attracted to people who you feel comfortable with. Exactly. That's yeah. like kind of like um, I've heard that a lot of um, girls this is weird, but are attracted to men that are somewhat like their dad. You've heard mm. this, right? Yeah. Side note. Anyways. But yeah. I, I also think that you and I, whoever we end up with, mm-hmm. boy-wise, or not boy, men... <laughs> that's just getting weird no (laughs) um no but i think we always say that we're gonna have to like the boy you're with i really want to make sure him and i get along right like him and i could go out and have a good day together (laughs) not a date But vice versa, you know? Or, like, if there's a male version of you that I could marry, that'd be perfect. I'm not saying, like, now everyone's going to be like, they're lesbian. No. Okay, so all of you, it's Claire. What's your Instagram handle? My Instagram handle is... No, stop. If any of you listeners know any men that are sort of like Maggie and Claire, they are available for the type that's not exactly Claire, but it's more like Maggie and the type that's, like... Claire for Maggie. Okay, there we go. All right, so if, if this... If you're funny, we're, we're good with that. You know, yeah. humor is important. And I have to say, that's the one quality I love about both of you is your ability to laugh. And I know I know it's not really about me, this podcast, but remember that one movie we went to called... Was it called Sisters? Have you... And so some people thought it was the worst movie ever, that it wasn't funny at all. And all I remember, Maggie, is... Once you laughed at something, I would start laughing at it and back and forth, and it was contagious. And we sat there. The movie was over. We were crying. We were laughing so hard. The the lights were on in the movie theater. They were sweeping up the popcorn. We could not get ourselves (laughs) out of the chair. We were crying. We were weak with laughter. And then I couldn't believe some people thought that was the duddest movie it's all about, I guess, what you find to be funny. And I think... So now my next question is, what is it like living now in the mid your mid-20s? And before you answer that question, think about it for a minute. But I was just reflecting before we started this podcast that when I was your age, I had quit my job. I received a lot of pressure from some people questioning why I quit a good job as a it was a school counselor position up in Vermont Mm -hmm. and I had the opportunity to travel and people thought I was crazy to leave that position they people would say things like you're going to be set back so far why are you doing this it's crazy well I bought a backpack that's we still have it. it's 30 years old and I went to Australia with my sister Annie and 
and end up meeting dad and here I am. I think it was yeah. a good decision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay, 28 years yeah. marriage right. as of yesterday. All right, yeah. but oh, back to you. Okay. Back to both of you. What is it like living in, the, in your 20s now in this Denver metro area? Well, I think it, there are a lot of good things because it's a time where, you know, you're young, everything's fun. Um, but I do think that there's high expectations at this age where it's like you have – I think that a lot of people our age think that they have to know exactly what they're doing for the rest of their lives. And that, in and of itself, is a lot of pressure. Um, but I was looking on Facebook the other day, and um, and I'm not a huge Facebook gal, but um, I saw something that I feel like a lot of people need to hear. And it's just like about people that are in their 20s and how um, it said at age 24, Stephen King was working as a janitor and living in a trailer. Wow. Right? Like, there are... And then at age 23, Oprah, Oprah was fired from her first reporting job. Oh. Um, at age 30, Harrison Ford was a car. So I just think that just goes to show that your life is so um, flexible and it's not, it's malleable. Like you, when you're in your 20s, it's not, you take it, you run with it for the rest of your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Things are subject to change. There are events that are going to happen in my life that are going to steer me in a different path. Um, but I think it's just being in your 20s, it's being aware that, your life could go a lot of different directions, and it's, there's not so much pressure that you need to be a certain person, you know? Everyone has their own path. I know that's cliche, but I think it's really important for people to hear. Yeah. Boom. That's good. You, I agree. Okay, so um, everyone always is saying how 20s are so much fun and da-da-da, but honestly, it's pretty stressful, mm-hmm. but it's also fun. Mm-hmm. But it's also hard because everyone's putting their two cents in on what you should do um always always mm-hmm. like sure. if i say oh i want to go travel here or i want to go live here people are like mm, don't do that Da-da-da. you know mm-hmm. or job wise uh i feel like no 20 year old or not 20 in mid 20s is working their dream job sure. everyone's just like um building up the you know they're going through the steps that they need to get to that Right. And, and I think also, it's just enjoying the ride, right. but it's hard. Totally. And I think that everything has been pushed back. Like, for example, people nowadays are graduating later, which is yeah. postponing their marriage goals, which is postponing mm-hmm. their when they're having children. So I think that everything is pushed back, but the expectations that were back then are still the same today. It's you should yeah. get a job and you should, you know, be with the, someone that you know you want to spend the rest of your life. And it's like, I think in our 20s to anyone out there that's listening, it's just like, just kind of relax and don't compare yourself. Yeah. At least that's what I tell myself. I know. It's so easy to look on social media and compare yourself and say, I don't have what they have or I'm yeah. not in a relationship like that person. Yeah. But at the end of the day, everyone's doing their own thing. Different. So. And everyone will meet their, hopefully, hopefully I'll meet someone someday. <laughs> um, but yeah, I agree. It's hard. It's kind of hard to meet people now though. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. Is it hard? You got a lot of dating apps, which is also like an interview. I know. I mean, do do you ever, uh, so we didn't, obviously in my generation, we didn't have, you know, even cell phones. We didn't have cell phones. So the only, the way, I mean, you meet people out and about, like at a bar or honestly. I love that. Where it's a face-to-face, you get a sense of someone when you meet them face-to-face, right? And I, I know, but I, so I, I know about the dating apps, but our, are people meeting other people in a live face-to-face situation? And I, well, think, I think the other piece is it's 
Probably when you least expect it. Right. You, everyone says And it's so. like, okay, I'm not expecting it now. Is it going to happen? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, today is not the day I'm expecting anything, so I better look good. I'm going to just so put on my best outfit. Well, I think the, the key is obviously with relationships is feeling 100% good about yourself because sure. you can't, oh, and, I, and I know both of you do, mm-hmm. that you yeah. believe in taking care of yourself first oh, and not having to necessarily, you know, need anyone else to, to bring you happiness. Right. So I know that about both of you. The other thing about the career piece, mm-hmm. I know you've heard this before, but there are jobs and careers out there that are going to be happening in the next five years even that we don't even know what they look like or what they're mm-hmm. called yet. I, w- I was thinking about, I think I came across the word, an article about Google, and you know, we say now Google it. If I, at your age, if someone said just Google it, I would what be thinking Google? they were speaking in a foreign language, <laughs> or I mean, I, we would have no idea what right, that meant. Right. And so that, how much, so much, times have changed so much since when I was your age to now. And it's, as you know, five years, three years, things are going to change. So we, one of our podcasts, did we talked about uh, taking care of ourselves, Mm -hmm. what we do to relieve stress that we're experiencing. Mm -hmm. Claire, are there some things that you do and practice to take care of yourself? Yeah, so I think an important thing is... um, well, for me, it sounds cliche, but sweating it out. I, I mm-hmm. truly believe that there is a re- there's um, a release. It, it releasing endorphins is just huge for True. me. Like if I feel cooped up, literally my bones will tense up if I haven't moved my body. And for you, I know it's like hiking and just getting out. It's, I think it, I know we've talked, but you guys went into depth about this. But it's just moving your body. Mm-hmm. So I think that just taking care of myself, but also taking time out of my day for myself. Mm-hmm. I, I'm an independent person. I love to be by myself. Um, so I think it's even just spending an hour alone with my own thoughts. Because, you know, sometimes you get caught up in everything where you're, uh, you just never get downtime. So I think giving yourself at least 30 minutes, and I know a lot of people don't have that time in their day, which is, you know. Um, but I feel like everyone can try to make it. Yeah, five minutes, yeah. Five minutes at the beginning. I, this is actually my favorite part of the day is when I'm sitting, drinking my coffee. Mm-hmm. I literally just kind of shut my eyes and I see what the day is going to be like. I envision how I want it to be. Um, and I just say that gives me comfort. And mm-hmm. that's how I relieve any stress is I know that I can control how my day is going to be. So That's great. Dang. Yeah. That's... Um, yeah you're more of a morning person than me but that's and i love my nights so i think that's another thing while we live well together is we both have our alone time it's not like in the morning although we're we're fine i've woken up before in the morning but then i go back to bed (laughs) you wake up early early ish ish, when i need to right um are you asking me that question or we already talked about it i think we did unless there's anything else yeah i would just say alone time just making sure just being with your working out is huge. It's huge. It's huge. Um, I would say eating well, drinking water, even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Cliche, but true. Yeah. Reading a book sometimes helps me. Yeah. I have something, um, a metaphor or a symbol that I think about when I have a lot of stress coming at me that mm-hmm. I can't necessarily control. control. Mm-hmm. And I do like the idea that you go for a walk because going for a walk, getting fresh air is just huge. Yeah. But you know what a sort of a bell jar is? There's a little jar, like a. Um, a jar that's glass right Right. and when if things are causing stress in my life in my world around me that I can't control 
I sort of put this imaginary bell jar yeah. over Ooh, me, like that. and that doesn't mean I'm going to ignore, I'm aware mm-hmm. of what's going on, but I'm trying to let it bounce off of the glass and not impact me. Totally, totally. And sometimes we have to lift up that glass and deal with whatever stress that's mm-hmm. happening, mm-hmm. but sometimes there are stresses out there that's like, you know what, I see it, I don't want to engage, I don't need to be part of this, I'm mm-hmm. aware of it. I'm going to let like it just that. be out there. I like that. We all have our little, yeah, I have metaphors. different images and metaphors that I think of when sure. under stress. Yeah. Um, That's so, a good one, Well, like thank it. you. There's a reason I keep you around. I know, keep me around. <laughs> <laughs> I think walking is so good, though. I just love walking. Oh, so See, I like walking and talking. Yeah. yeah. Am I allowed to share what Dad and I did this morning? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we're going yeah. to be, in November, we're going to do a long four-day hut to hut hike in New Zealand during Thanksgiving week. Sorry, I'm ditching the whole family. Bye, everyone. What kind of loving mother is this one? I don't know. I'm going to go hiking instead. But we're going to be hiking on... Yeah, self-care. So we will be carrying backpacks, and we'll be walking for four days, about 12 miles a day. You are... I know. So we went out this morning to practice for the first... 12 at the most 10 to 12 not terrible three to four days but with packs on our back now we aren't that type of couple we don't camp (laughs) we don't do i know so we went out this morning we left the house here we packed up two different backpacks and one was dad wore the one that was 30 years old and is the backpack alone is so heavy it must weigh because it's so old and the straps don't work very well so i'll get him a new backpack but we filled it with books and flashlights and things just to weigh it down and we walked five miles and we came back and it's slow and it we we did we did we walked we look like such dorks honestly like look at this couple with these backpacks (laughs) and we walked out here down to the reservoir and then back again so yeah um so walking is really great and i love walking with friends i like just walking and talking yeah when or alone listening to walking and walking and talking yep (laughs) yeah i think we could is there anything else oh we wanted to talk about some um quotes also so okay claire i heard you have a quote to share but i just want to share that um So there's this, she's a researcher um, at the University of Houston, and her name is Brene Brown. If anyone's heard her, she has done multiple TED Talks, and honestly, they're they're up there. I think they're like the most watched TED Talks ever. She just has very valid points. But um, the quote that I really liked from her is that, The greatest barrier to daring leadership is not our fear, it's our armor, how we show up when we're in fear. These armors are toxic to whatever our mission and purpose is. So I think... This is kind of irrelevant to what we've been talking about, but I think, but it goes back to the climate crisis you guys were talking about last mm-hmm. week, is um, with Greta Thunberg. She is young, but she's a leader, and she doesn't let the fear of leading get in the way, um, because there's a lot of backlash that, you know, that this people may, may have towards someone who's willing to speak up, you know? Yeah, true. But I think that it's realizing that if you want to see change, you're going to have to speak up. So, be the change you wish to see in the world. Yes, that's, yeah, yeah. Brene Brown, how do you spell Brene? Brene Brown, I think it's, it's like R E N E. I think it's like Renee, it's but with a B. Brene. She's amazing. So, please, you know. Yeah. And leaning from that into also Claire, thanks for listening to all our episodes. Oh, I got it. She's oh, our number yes, one fan. I know everything that you say. So, if you have any questions, <laughs> I got them all. <laughs>
Her Instagram is Claire Barricade. Are Claire you private Barricade? though? I'm on private, folks. Well, she'll accept you if you. I'll accept you. If yeah, you yeah. deserve it. If you do. <laughs> okay, um, some of the responses I asked. What did I ask? Um, how do you reduce, not increase? Remember I said on the podcast, <laughs> how do you increase yeah, your carbon footprint? How do, you, how do you reduce your carbon footprint? I had a lot of great responses, so I thought I'd share. I'm so happy people responded to oh, that. Yeah. That made me so happy. Yeah, people, yeah. I'm glad that made you happy. Yes. Okay. Someone said, I drive a fully electric car and rent all my clothes. Rent all the clothes. Oh, I have fully electric. Those are expensive, folks. Though. Yeah. You got to keep that in mind, but <laughs> Teslas are, you know... Tesla's One day are, they'll all be electric. Also, I think Tesla's are hard to always find a charging station. Yes, true. They need it. Maybe one day it'll just be charging stations rather than gas stations. Yeah. Someone said, everyone needs to stop eating meat or eat meat once a week. Okay, um, someone said, uh, always take a cloth bag when I go for groceries. Oh, always. Um, buying beauty cosmetic products in travel size when I can so I can try them out so no wasting of the big product if she doesn't know I like that. Um, someone said in my house we recycle and reuse almost everything we touch we also make an effort to buy cruelty free biodegradable ethically sourced etc oh good I was thinking that I was so inspired because I saw some of the responses on your Instagram, Meg, and mm-hmm. it made me so happy that people were really taking this seriously and everyone doing their small part, whatever it is. You know, we hang our clothes on the line instead of using the dryer mm-hmm. whenever we can. Um, there was an, a Netflix show I just started watching called Rotten. Have you seen this one? Mm-hmm. And it's about, and it's, I'm only watched the first episode about the bees and the bee colonies and how some bees are dying off and the honey that comes from China and how some of the honey is diluted and I enjoy watching it because I really had no idea what was happening with the bees and that yeah and so I'm so grateful for these different platforms to learn something new about what we can do to make the world a better place for sure yeah and the renting the clothes piece there is there are so many services and I have taken advantage of one called Stitch Fix where they send me outfits and I decide which ones I want to keep and which ones I send back. But the rental one is a good idea too because maybe, you know, we get tired of our clothes after a while and maybe we wear them and send them back after we're done wearing it. That that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. All right, so what's what's the week look like ahead? Any big plans? Hmm. <laughs> you both did that at the exact same time, which means you are true besties. <laughs> work. Home. Home. School work. Home. Euphoria. Claire and I started watching oh, Euphoria. Yeah. That's okay. Um, so we got to wrap up. Yeah. But so thank bad. you, Claire, for coming. Thank you, guys. You're my bestie. So honored. So honored. A round of applause, Mom is giving. <laughs> Do you want to say anything before we go? No, thanks, Claire. Oh, you thanks for being here. Best.